River Road, you got me running way back home. River Road, you got me running all night long. You got me singing some canal boat song. River Road, River Road, you got me running all night long. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Niner Nuts. I'm Dan here along with Eric. Eric, say hello. Hey, what's up, everyone? Uh, James, unfortunately, could not be here with us for this week's episodes. Hopefully, he's out of his uh, his turkey coma by now. Uh, we just we peel behind the curtains. We tape all of our episodes on Mondays, so <laughs> he is still in his food coma as of uh, the 27th. And to just put it out there, because uh, this is our betting episode, I want to get in the habit of saying this right on top. Please gamble responsibly. Uh, call 1-800-GAMBLER if you believe you have a problem. And check your individual state's uh, laws and regulations when it comes to gambling. We get our information the day we tape from DraftKings. They are subject to change. Okay, now I got that out of the way. I'll say it again at the end. But... <laughs> But anyway, guys, yes, this is our parlay episode, our weekly parlay episode. Uh, James um, has gotten me more into gambling. Um, I just I just love that. Like James, Mr. Jimmy B, I should say, Mr. Jimmy B came up with this idea. If you haven't followed us with these. Um, and so we decided to do parlays, actual parlays with our own money down. Um, instead of just telling you what to do, we're putting our money where our mouth is. And so I'm Indiana Dan. Eric, we came up with Easy E. Uh, again, unfortunately, Jimmy B could not be with us. But anyway, we all three were able to consult on these picks that I have up here, and we are going to go through each of these games. We have a six-leg parlay this time. We didn't go uh, balls to the wall with eight or seven. Uh, we played it a little safe this time. We're not doing any. Um, we're not doing any. Um, what, what's it called when it's not just the money line? We're not doing anything flashy like that um yeah we're not playing the spread or anything yeah no we're we're playing it relatively safe this week um but yeah the first game that we have up here for you guys we think it's a very safe bet and it is not the safest bet that we have this week that's our next game but the seattle seahawks going to dallas the main thing that you need to know about this game is that dallas hasn't lost at home and gino is still somewhat hurt uh, they had a relatively embarrassing showing against us in our pass rush. Dallas's pass rush, not that far behind us. They just have a, I don't know, top to bottom, they have a very, very good defense. I'm not going to just crap on them because, um, I mean, give credit where credit is due. They have a defensive back that has five pick sixes this year. like, um, And they still, like I said, they have a great pass rush. Uh, Seattle... Uh, yeah, Seattle's going to have a lot to deal with, and I think it's a pretty easy bet for uh, to pick to pick Dallas as the winner for this. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the Cowboys have been squashing everybody that's an inferior opponent to them all season long. I mean, if you look back at their track record, everybody that's got a losing record against them, which is the only people that the Cowboys have beat this season, they're absolutely just destroying. Um, they're beating by, like, 20 points or whatever. So, um the Seahawks actually do have a winning record. Um, so interested a little bit to see how this game goes. Um, I'm not 100% sure that the Seahawks are as good as the record uh, is, but this is the Cowboys' first chance to actually uh, really beat someone with a winning record and get that kind of notch on their belt this season. 
Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Um, I w- wouldn't take the spread in this game uh, just because of that. Um, so I think the money line is still a pretty safe bet. Um, be really interesting if the Seahawks pulled the upset. That would uh, be a it would it would suck for our card, obviously. Uh, but it would be a really interesting uh, exposure of the Cowboys this season in terms of what they can actually do and what they can uh, who they can actually beat. So, um, but feel pretty good about this, like you stated. Uh, their defense is uh, really legit. They got a guy with five pick sixes this season. Um, I don't think it's going to be too hard for them, but still will be, I think, a, an interesting watch overall. Yeah, I maybe they only lose by 14 instead of 30 or however much they've beaten down really inferior teams. But no, Dallas at home and the way that we took care of Seattle, they're still reeling from that. So no, this should be an easy win. Uh, the next game is the most uh, lopsided pick of the week, which I'm a little surprised at. Like, I'm surprised that there's not more people going. I don't know. I get how it works. Like, everybody is assuming that the Dolphins are going to win because they beat teams that are under 500. I just, I don't know. A part of me wants to give Washington a little bit of credit because, I mean, <laughs> my my thoughts on Sam Howell have changed since uh, last we spoke about him leading the league in passing yards. It's not that they have a wholly incompetent offense. It just, it seems like they just, they're okay for a little bit and then they just let the game go completely haywire and way out of control. I, I feel bad for them. Like, I don't know, a part of me, I guess, hopes that they actually stand up to the Dolphins a little bit because the Dolphins definitely have some flaws. The Dolphins could probably let them be in this game, but. At the end of the day, no, I I agree with you and Jimmy that picking Miami over Washington, uh, even in Washington, is the right bet to make. I I don't know. A part of me, I don't know. I have a feeling that Washington might give them a little bit more of a headache than they're anticipating. Yeah, I think uh, think the Dolphins have a couple of things going against them. I think they're coming to Washington. Uh, The Dolphins don't play as well on the road. They're notorious for not playing as as well once they leave the happy state of Florida. it's probably going to be crappy weather uh, this weekend uh, up here on the East Coast. Just so, like last week. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I don't think they're going to have the benefits of that uh, for them as either. You know, they like to play, you know, quick, fast uh, and loose and stuff like that, which doesn't necessarily work as well in the elements and things like that. Um, so is there a scenario where the commanders can grind out a win? Uh, maybe, um, you know, they've, they've shown themselves to be feisty and, and have some fight. Um, Howell is not a terrible quarterback by any stretch of the imagination. He just, you know, he makes some dumb mistakes cause he's still basically a rookie. Hasn't really played a ton. Um, he is a rookie, I should say, um, and hasn't, uh, you know, played a ton. So he's making mistakes. He's learning on the job. Um, but you know, in terms of, you know, trying to win money, um, you know, this should be, a this should be a sure bet, but you know, as we've noted over the last few weeks, there are no sure things in Vegas. So, you know, if the Redskins pulled the big upset here, I, I wouldn't be, I guess, terribly surprised, but would certainly uh, be somewhat shocking. Yeah. And the commies, sir, let's use the appropriate nickname, the commies (laughs) (laughs) for a classy family show here. Damn it. Um. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, on to the next game. Detroit coming off an embarrassing home loss on Thanksgiving. Seven years in a row they've lost on Thanksgiving. Even when they have the world in front of them, the world's their oyster, and they blew I they blew it. Green Bay just 
kicked the doors in and uh yeah they just didn't give them an inch um but they are going to be going to new orleans uh i have my feelings about new orleans i think they are fakers i it's amazing that they they do have some fight and they do stay in some games but i i, I don't know i'm waiting for the bubble to burst with new orleans uh that said though detroit also has been really out of it the last two weeks between they did pull the they did pull out the win at the last second against Chicago, but then I don't know. They Green Bay just ran all over them, so I don't know. They're going to New Orleans. They um, New Orleans really does have home field advantage because those Saints fans are passionate even when they're garbage, and they're not gar finger quotes garbage this year. So I think I think Detroit will have a get right game this week. I I do say that with full confidence. It is going to be a really interesting matchup, though. I. I don't have that much time to watch football this weekend, but I uh, I would be really keen to keep an eye on this game. Again, I think Detroit, I'm saying pick Detroit, but going to New Orleans is not easy, even when the Saints are inferior on paper. Yeah, I, you know, I, I'm not uh, 100% sold on Detroit yet this season. Um, I do think they're a lot better than what they've looked the last couple of weeks versus the Bears and the Packers. I think they're a very well-coached team, and I think that that's going to, really be uh, partially the difference in this game this week. I think, believe Dennis Allen is the coach down there in New Orleans. And I don't uh, think yeah. he's a very, yeah, I don't think he's a very good coach. Um, yeah. And uh, Dan Campbell is. And so I think he's going to know the right buttons to push and the right things to do in this game to push uh, Detroit over the edge and to the win. I think it'll be a, a well-fought game. Um, New Orleans isn't, uh, New Orleans isn't terrible. Um, they're, good ish sort of i guess they're like average above average i would say um even though the record would not really indicate that i mean but i think the lions are just uh a level above them um you know and when it comes to matching up weight class wise um and i think that they'll probably end up not dominating that game but probably winning by about 10 points that's what i look for yeah i mean i the end of the day it should be a get right game for detroit like for them, no, they definitely want to dominate them. But um, yeah, I could see this coming down to. Do Do you have the spread? Do you happen to have the spread in front of you? Like, is the spread more than seven? Like, I can't um, imagine. I can't imagine this is more than a seven point spread. I can tell you pretty quickly. You know the interesting the interesting aspect about that will be um, if Detroit doesn't win that game, it's only four. Um, okay. Uh, that, that if makes sense. if if Detroit doesn't win that game, people are going to start having a lot of real questions about Detroit and whether or not they're an actual playoff contender or not, because people up until this point still believe in Detroit and think that Detroit's a real challenger for the playoffs this season. And then they can really make some noise. But if they go on this, it would be a two game skid. And with a third game where they barely squeaked out a win against Chicago, people are going to really lose faith in the lions. So this is really, in my mind, it's a must win game for them. They can't really lose this game. Oh, for sure. Like, I hadn't thought about it that quite that deeply, but no, you're right. Like, in a way, this, yeah, this really is a must win for them after barely skirting away with the Bears and then the embarrassment of Thanksgiving. No, they, that would be their fourth loss if they lose this game, right? Yeah. And if they have any hopes of keeping a number one seed dream alive, I mean, they have to win. So it's, it's all out for them at this point. Yeah. See that. That's just going to make it that much worse if they do end up losing. I still think, again, confidently think that they will win. 
Um, I think Dan Campbell will rile them up after having, and they were division games too, which I've, I've preached before that division games. Yeah. can swing one way or the other. Like it's kind of mm-hmm. hard to predict those. Um, but yeah, no, that's going to be, I wish I wasn't so busy on Sunday. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, Anyway, on to the next game. The Chargers are going to New England. This one I'm okay not watching. I have no desire. Like, <laughs> after how embarrassing I didn't even watch the game yesterday. Um, we uh, we got my we got our Netflix situation fixed and we finally got back to watching Shameless because we were without <laughs> shame. We were without yeah. Shameless for for three weeks. We were without Shameless, except sporadic here and there, depending where we were at. But um, but no. I didn't watch that game, but I checked the um, I was checking the the Bleacher Report box score uh, periodically. <clears throat> Chargers just keep on charging, man. Like, why was Frank Reich fired today and not Brandon Staley? <laughs> like, there's so much talent on that roster. I don't understand how they keep tripping over themselves and throwing up over on um, all over themselves every single week. They should beat New Orleans. Is this the pick I'm the least confident in? Yeah. Like, it's just, it's Bill Belichick. Like, it's still Bill Belichick, as putrid and awful as New England is um, on offense. Like, I had a, I have a buddy that I call the Patriots Insider on here. He went to the game against the Giants, and he said that Mac Jones is even worse in person. <laughs> so, whether Zappy actually adds some life to the offense or not, like, we'll just we'll just see it doesn't seem like he's going to because he played just as bad if not worse than mac jones against the giants so no i i would take i yes i will take the chargers in this game too this might be the last game they win the rest of the season though like if if they don't win this game and they ruin our ticket like seriously fire brandon staley if they lose to the patriots i don't care that they're in new england just get brandon staley out of the out of the building so they can end the season with some dignity yeah, I mean, I, I picked this game based more on my faith that the Patriots suck and are terrible than the Chargers are going to do good and win this game. Very um, I mean, the Patriots have been atrociously bad for the last four or five, six games. Um, Mac Jones is terrible. Bailey Zappi, also bad. Um, they can't do anything offensively. I mean, they're just they're legendarily terrible right now. And so, I mean, if the Chargers can just do anything mediocre resembling football, they're going to win this football game. I mean, the Giants are in no way, shape, or form a good football team, and they pretty handily beat the Patriots last weekend. So, uh, and and we all think that the Chargers are better than the Giants. So, I mean, I I think this is going to be a pretty easy game for the Chargers um yes they are going to new england yes it's probably going to be gross like we talked about in the washington game i i don't think that even the charters can charger this game away if they do it will be of, of epic proportions and will be something discussed on sports center ad nauseum for the week because it was just such an epic failure of of never seen you know that we've never seen before where you know like keenan allen's arms fell off as he went to catch a ball or something like that i mean it'll be ridiculous oh my god even without joey bosa there's no reason that there's no reason that they should lose this game like it's just that simple like no i i will i will say it now like that that's got to be in the general manager's mind i am firing brandon staley if you lose new england like he's probably already told him that like there's no way he's not having the whether they win this game or not 
he's done. He is a damn dead man walking. Is that an exaggeration to save with the Chargers? Uh, I mean, I would think so. He would be if I was the owner, but I don't know. He apparently is like a cat. He's got like nine lives. Joey Bosa, overpaid, yes? What's he? Or he He and his brother both have a really good agent. Um, How how old is he? Did he hit 30 yet? I don't know. I'll look. Um, Because he's getting, is he getting 25 million a year? Oh, yeah, of course. Um. Bosa signed. Here we go. Bosa is he is twenty eight currently, and he makes wow. thirty eight mil. Well, his cap it was fifteen million. Next year it goes up to thirty six million, and then thirty two million when he turns thirty. Hmm. Well, he's younger than I thought he was. Not I mean, not by much, but um, I thought he hit thirty already. Um, yeah, I'd say his production isn't really. He's no. always hurt. True. That's I. I don't. Fo- yeah, that does ring a bell. He is very injury prone. A little bit more than his brother. Like I mean, yeah, his brother blew out. Nick blew out his knee, but chronic lingering. Like oh, this week he's hurt. This week he, no, Nick doesn't do that. At least knock on wood. Right now he is twenty four or whatever. But no, I. Yeah, well, well, I'll take that. I'll take that. Joey's a little overpaid. They should ask him. Yeah. To, Restructure. They should ask him to restructure if nothing else next year. Try I mean, he's got he had he's got six and a half sacks this season. Eh, what's that? That's nothing. He had two and a half sacks last season. Eh, what's that? He had Khalil, ten and a half with Khalil there. You would think his numbers would be a little higher since they can't double team both of them. Yeah, he had ten and a half sacks in twenty twenty one. Okay. I guess we, we keep saying like, we keep talking like 10, like getting over 10 stacks is like the milestone. Right. But like, to me, as we've moved into this new age of football where people are passing more 10 sacks is like kind of not, not the standard that it really used to be anymore. Like now it's kind of like 15 is sort of like that, that kind of mark that you've got to hit in my mind. So like, I'm yeah, not really go, that impressed, but you would go that high, not like 12. <laughs> I don't I mean, like the maybe. record is, Oh no! Sorry, not not eighteen. Um, yeah, the record's twenty two. Um, yeah, that is. I a mean, good like, debate. we need. To, do we need to? That's a good debate for another episode. Do we need to shift the 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 Andy Dalton scale for sacks? Yeah. So I mean, we could talk about that another time. But I'm going with overpaid. He doesn't. Pl- he gets hurt all the time. He he played. He I'll played five that, games. Yeah. He played five games last year. He's only played nine games this year. He played twelve games in 2020. He played seven games in 2018. He doesn't play enough. Best of okay, it. Best... When you put it that way, I didn't realize he was injured that much. I knew he. Yeah. I knew he had injuries, not that many. Damn. Yeah. All right. Derailed our conversation. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, that's that's a good topic. I don't even remember <laughs> that during one so of those let's, weeks let's... where. Yeah, for, for a, a future show topic, when we're struggling for a, a, a second show topic, let's think of what what records or what benchmarks do we need to move. Now that the NFL has kind of like shifted and become a new thing, like is a thousand yard rusher still a thing? Is a thousand yard receiver still a thing? Is a 10, 10 sack season still a thing? What benchmarks do we need to move? Bookmark oh, that. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm going to remember that. Um, anyway, on to the next game. We only got two more to cover. Kansas City at Green Bay. Green Bay showed a little bit of life on Thanksgiving, beating up on their division rival. I 
that's why I only take that with a little bit of a grain of salt because it was a division rival. Um, Kansas City's defense is really, really good. Like, this yeah. is the first time that Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes have had a defense that's better than their offense. Do I think Green Bay is going to really stymie that offense? I wouldn't take that. Uh, but at the same time, yeah, Patrick doesn't have really anybody worthwhile to throw to. Like, MVS is the only reason they lost uh, the, the to the Eagles. Because for a, for a speedy deep threat, he's really terrible at catching them. Um, <laughs> that was why Green Bay let him go. Um, he, uh, but yeah, no, I... I don't think that I don't think that Green Bay's defense is really going to do anything to really stymie Patrick Mahomes that much. Um, is this an offense that's going to blow people out by like 28 points so far? No, they should still solidly get the win, though. Like Jordan Love is going to come back down to earth because Kansas City's defense is pretty legit. Uh, it's a pretty I this was going back to finally a safe pick like Kansas City over Green Bay feels like a very safe pick. Yeah, I mean, this is Patrick Mahomes on Sunday Night Football with Chris Collinsworth slurping him up like he always does. This is a shoe-in, easy win of a game. There is no way that the NFL officials are going to let Patrick Mahomes lose this game. It's, it's just not going to happen. I mean, there's no chance. Um, you know, Jordan Love would have to have the second coming of Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers combined to win this game. It's never going to happen. The Chiefs' defense, like you said, is really legit. They're, they're very, very good. Um, the offense, as long as they have Patrick Mahomes, is still going to be very, very good. Um, there's no concern that I have in my mind that this game is going to even be remotely close. I think that the Packers are going to be very outclassed in this game. I think uh, Al Michaels and – or no, Mike Tirico and uh, Chris Collinsworth are going to be talking about a bunch of nonsense – and Hootenanny by the time they get midway through the third quarter, because it's going to be about 31 to seven and they're not going to have a football game to focus on. Dang. Okay. So you think it is going to be a much bigger blowout than I do. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think the Packers have a shot against this, this Chiefs defense. This Chiefs defense is really, really, really good. Um, yeah. And, and uh, I don't think that Jordan Love is equipped to handle that. And I think that the Chiefs offense still with, the pieces that they have in place, um, I think, is still going to be able to score and put points up against them. And uh, I just don't think they're going to be able to come, to keep up and they're going to end up getting into a shootout and the Packers aren't equipped for that. Oh, no. I mean, he's got receivers, too, but Jordan's lack of experience. And I mean, I don't know. Is his offensive line any good? I, 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 can't. I, I don't. I don't think so, but Steve Spagnolo is a really good defensive coach, and he's going to throw some yeah. wacky shit at oh, earmuffs. He's going to throw some wacky stuff at uh, Jordan Love, and he's not going to know what he's seeing, and he's going to make mistakes. I bet he throws two picks in this game. Oh, I would, I would take that. Even like I, the way Jordan's played, eh, more more times than not, I would not every time, but more times than not, I would guess that he would throw two picks. I mean, it's his growing year. Like he's he's yeah, he's doing about as good as I anticipated. Like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, obviously, you hear the hype of, like, they have three great quarterbacks in their legacy. Like, okay, <laughs> like, pump the brakes. Jordan, he's playing fine. He's not a superstar. He's 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 better than Zach Wilson. <laughs> you and I are better than Zach Wilson. <laughs> oh, my God. I, oh my God. I, I We're also waste, better than Tim Boyle. <laughs> I won't waste any airtime on how much I despise Zach Wilson just as a football player. He's just yeah. God, God awful. Um, yeah. anyway, he's, 
he's he's about to oh thank god aaron Rodgers is on the roster or robert sala might be fired this year too if literally aaron Rodgers is the only reason robert sala is not getting fired this year <laughs> yeah same yeah. with that offensive coordinator hackett they oh yeah he's bad Christ. anyway last game <laughs> last game the cincinnati yeah. Bengals only losing by a score to the pittsburgh steelers surprisingly uh going to jacksonville to face the jaguars the jaguars um they had a i i don't know if you watched the uh all of that game i i did jacksonville had a hell of a game against uh the texans it came down to the texans kicker being terrible and that was the only reason they won that game. Like, I mean, not to not to give poo-poo to Jacksonville. Like, they looked a lot better in that game than they did against us. And Cincinnati coming in, yeah, they're going to be playing for dignity. That defense isn't going to play any less hard. But um, Jacksonville wants to really try to take that number one seed from Baltimore and Kansas City. So they'll smell blood in the water with Cincinnati's offense now being inept without Joe Burrow. This is a pretty safe bet. Jacksonville should get an easy win at home. Yeah, totally agree. Cincinnati's got nothing right now. I mean, you know, they were able to keep pace with Pittsburgh, but it's only because Pittsburgh is also atrociously bad. Um, somebody told me the stat. I don't remember if it was you or whoever told me the stat, but in like 25 starts, Kenny Pickett has never thrown multiple touchdowns in a game, which is just a remarkable stat to me. Like, I don't know how you could possibly start 25 games and have not thrown two touchdowns in a game yet, but he has yet to do so. Um, so Pittsburgh's offense is legendarily bad. Their defense is pretty decent. Um, but the Browning or I think is his name for yeah. the Bengals. Now he's just not good. I mean, he's new, he's a rookie. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's not ready to play. Um, the Jags defense is pretty decent. Um, they were like a top five or a top 10 defense when we played them a few weeks ago. Um, they're still playing very good. The Jags offense is not bad. Now the Bengals defense is pretty decent, but they're going to run into the classic trap where they're just going to be out there on the field a bunch because the offense is just going to do a bunch of three and outs or like one series, two series out, whatever. Um, so they're just going to get tired and run down. I see this as also being a fairly boring Monday night football game. I don't think it's going to be very competitive in any way, shape or form. I think it's going to be, uh, a Jag stomping, to be honest. See, the times weren't on here, so I used context clues to pick up that Kansas City was Sunday night, which I'm not surprised Kansas City got a Sunday night game. Really, the Bengals and Jags? Yeah. I mean, back in the... Well, back, I mean, yeah. Back when before you make... Burrow's injury, yeah, that would have been exciting. Yeah, I mean, if this was if this was three weeks ago and Burrow was coming in hot and the Bengals were tied right there at the top of the division or one game behind the Ravens. I mean, this is a good game. It's Jags, Bengals, both fighting for position in the AFC. I mean, you know, they'd be pretty hyped up for this particular game. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman would be going not salivating all over themselves, but now it's just going to be a, well, ho-hum, you know, Joe Burrow's not here, make a bunch of excuses for the Bengals and how their players are still going to try and do things. And Jamar Chase is this and blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, the Jags are just running all over them. Well, look at look at you, Jacksonville, getting a primetime game. I don't remember seeing a game with Jacksonville in the dark. I, I honestly don't remember the last time I saw that state. Or no, 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 no. I'm sorry. That was no last year when uh the char or was it two years ago when the Chargers absolutely crapped the bed against Jacksonville? That was a primetime game Jacksonville had. That was a playoff game. Yeah, it was a playoff game and it was in the dark. Was that last year or two years ago? That was last year. Okay, so, okay, when the, so yeah, when the when the Chargers chargered all over themselves and Jacksonville came back from like forty points down to win that game, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. So it hasn't been that long since Jacksonville played with their lights on. That's what I was getting at. Before that yeah. game, I don't remember, but <laughs> uh, it had been a really long time. It had been a really long time. Yeah. Good for good for you, Jacksonville. You actually got a Monday night football game. That's yeah. good for you, and it should be a win because you're not going against Joe Burrow. So I mean, yeah. Asterisks or not, whatever. No, that should be a good win for them. And honestly, I mean, good luck taking number one from Baltimore because they just look indestructible right now i hate to say it but <laughs> yeah well unfortunately for jacksonville it doesn't look like they're going to pick up any pace this week because the ravens are off it looks like the chiefs are going to win and uh the dolphins are probably going to win to ground this week oh you're back you disappeared for a second <laughs> oh sorry i, oh, no, I said I was, I was saying it unfortunately for the jacks it doesn't like to look like they're going to make up any ground this week because the ravens are off and then the Chiefs uh, and Dolphins also look like they're going to win this week, so I don't think they're going to make up any ground. Yeah, no, but I mean, they'll they'll add up a little bit of hype for them, and they will pretty much they're in the same boat that we are, like solidifying their division, like yeah, racking up the wins. They should win the South now. Unfortunately, I really like this Houston team. I feel bad that they're probably not going to win the division now. Could still make playoffs. Oh yeah, for sure. They could definitely, um, they could definitely still be a wild card. But um, but no, yeah. I'm, I'm a little bummed out for D'Amico. He's really, uh, D'Amico definitely should be in the running for coach of the year. If he's not the front runner, I'd be, I'd be shocked to see who the front runner is if it's not him. Oh, it's stupid. What's his face from the Eagles? Sirianni, really? Oh, I'm sure they're ten and one, leading the NFC. Of course, he's going to be a front runner right now. The 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 coach of the year typically goes to the overperformer, though, doesn't it? Uh, I'm quite sure it's going to be Sirianni at this point in time. I'll look it up while you're doing the other thing. All right. <laughs> with that, uh, that's our parlay picks, everybody. Um, so with that, I need to give him a little time and talk to you about our sponsor, RoyalRetros.com. What is RoyalRetros.com? It is your go-to place to get yourself an authentic throwback jersey, whether it's football, like the podcast you're listening to, or baseball, basketball, soccer hockey they have authentic throwback jerseys for all the major sports and you Niners fans listening right now can go on to Royal Retros and check out their candlestick collection it's a bunch of curated 49er centric uh, items and if there's anything in particular that you like go ahead and throw it into your cart and use our promo code shady sports and that will get you 10% off of your entire order again it is promo code shady sports and that'll get you 10% off of your entire order. Go to royalretros.com and check out the candlestick collection and check out everything that they have in their inventory. They have some really nice stuff there. But yeah, go to royalretros.com. Go get yourself an authentic throwback jersey today. Uh, Easy E, I should be saying. Um, did you find... Um, I, do not have any, I do not have anything for Coach of the Year. They do not have that on... On DraftKings, I do, however, have, really? yeah, they, I know. Uh, for most, uh, it's unrelated, but most valuable player, you can still get Brock Purdy at plus seventeen hundred, which is not bad odds for a guy who, if he wins this coming week against the Eagles, is going to be in the the front runner for MVP. Oh yeah, that will easily drop down to if it doesn't go positive. If he beats the Eagles, that will go down to probably minus seven hundred or not, if not five hundred. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But just so if you want to get your wager in now, you can still get good money on Brock Purdy at plus 1700. So exactly. Um, I'm just wow. That's really surprising. I was trying to. Oh, no, I got I got coach on my phone. 
Oh, uh, well, see, I'm on the I'm on the website. I can't do my phone. I'm I'm podcasting for the phone. <laughs> um, Dan Campbell plus one thirty. D'Amico Ryan's plus two seventy five. Mike McDaniel plus four fifty. That's the top three. Really? All right. Yeah, Sirianni's down at fifth at plus one thousand. I'm surprised Kyle's not in there. Uh Kyle is two, four, six, eight, or two, four, six, eight, ninth at plus twenty two hundred. See, that's good money for Kyle right now. If you get out on Kyle again, they win this week. He's going to jump right up there. Oh, there we go, Sean Payton. I wonder how much he climbed up in the past couple weeks because he's uh, eighth at plus two thousand. Uh, I'm sure he's moved up a bunch in the last couple weeks. That clip from Family Guy has gone viral of the horse that was about to get put down, and then he kicks the gun, <laughs> and then he jumps on the guy, and he's like, "Yeah, ready to race." That's so funny. Um, but anyway, guys, um, I need to talk to you about uh, the charitable act that we are doing here on Niner Nuts. Um, James and I had decided that um, we wanted to bring attention to everybody. Um, just some just some inconsistencies in uh, tolerating bad behavior with uh, players and owners. Like with players, they get suspended pretty regularly and pretty harshly. But an, when it comes to an owner, they can say some wild stuff and do some wild stuff with virtually no repercussions. Uh, so we decided to come up with this little hashtag and saying below us, owner standards over player standards, hashtag owner accountability. It started all the way back with Dan Snyder before he was ousted. But really, uh, the hashtag owner accountability we came up with when it came to light the Texans owner, uh, minority owner was um, accused of some pretty horrendous crimes in Kentucky. And then uh, our own acting owner, face of the franchise, Jed York, was involved with his own little civil lawsuit. Um, and now, <laughs> over the weekend, Jim Ursay decided to say some stupid stuff. And um, yeah, the the owner of the Carolina Panthers is making some headlines too with some of his questionable decision-making. So, But that's more football-related, not criminal-related um just make that perfectly clear um but anyway owner standards over player standards owner accountability uh the charitable part of this is we have we have designed a handful of t-shirts that we are selling on bonfire.com you can go to bonfire.com slash niner nuts and you'll find all of these shirts here again all the money is going to a crisis center in kentucky this just has uh the slogan on it uh owner standards over player standards and hashtag owner accountability quite a few different colors that you could pick and it's also in long sleeve hoodie it doesn't have to be a t-shirt if you don't want the prices start at 23 dollars. the next design we brought this back we were retiring this after dan snyder got ousted but we decided to bring it back for this uh it is the owners in a mexican standoff style uh standoff um it's if if that's your sense of humor, it's perfect. Uh, same price as the other T-shirts. Um, but yeah, get it while we still have it. We might retire it for real after this. Uh, the next shirt is our cover art. You see it when you open up Spotify or Apple Music, wherever you listen to our podcast. But if you want an alternate to this logo, we have this beautiful design here with the cross beams and the couple peanuts on it. James has this shirt. It's beautiful uh, quality for the fabric and it prints absolutely beautiful too and then our next shirt is our cutest shirt is our mascot of peanuts eating peanuts 
watching the 49ers with his hat and just having a grand old time watching us beat the Hawks and hopefully beating the Eagles uh, this Sunday. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, all the money is going to charity. We don't want a dime for any of these shirts. We just want to get you a cool shirt while we're helping out um, some families in need in Kentucky. So with that, the only bit of news uh, that I have, we're taping in the middle of the Monday night game. Hopefully no one gets critically injured. Like when we taped when Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles, but um, <laughs> I just want to give a little shout out to, to Frank Reich. He was the coach here in my home state for seven years Really got the short end of the straw for most of those years. Got fired midseason. Just got fired midseason by Carolina this year. It sounded like he kind of wanted it. Um, in things I've read, it sounded like that he really kind of wanted out of this about as much as the owner wanted some change. So maybe this was more mutual than Indy. But but no, I just wanted to give him a little bit of love. I just I just feel bad for him. He's a, he's a great guy from all the interviews I've seen. And I just, I don't know. It's hard for me to wrap my head around that you got fired twice midseason. <laughs> So I don't know from Niner does. I just, uh, I don't know. I'm sure you'll be fine, but, um, but no, it's obviously not easy to get fired. So just some love to Frank break. Uh, Eric, do you have any, did you have any thoughts on that as well? Let's open the floor to you. <laughs> like I, like I said before, man, my man is getting paid a lot of money to stay at home and watch football over the holidays and eat Christmas cookies with his family. So I think he's going to be a okay. He'll land somewhere premium next season. He'll be a little, offensive coordinator or some sort of like coaching wizard with some other team and he'll be just fine. So, you know, I mean, it sucks to be out of a job, but it's really hard to feel bad for a guy who's still making millions. So I'm all right. True. Very true. Anyway, that's all we got for this episode. We're going to be back Friday with a more in-depth look into our fears and optimisms, uh, both as we go against the Philadelphia Eagles this Sunday, by the way, didn't say it yesterday. It is the primo 4.30 kickoff on Fox. We got uh, Kevin and Greg, I believe. Uh, I forget Greg's partner's name. We get Fox fought very hard to not get this game flexed into Sunday night. And I don't blame them. This is going to be a big game, big audience, a lot at stake. And we're going to be talking a little bit more in depth at what's at stake uh, in two days. So tune in. Outro music, River Road by Justin Muth. And... Uh, as always, beat the Eagles. We'll see you when we see you. Later on. River Road, you got me running way back home. River Road, you got me running all night long. You got me singing some canal boat song. River Road, River Road, you got me running all night long. River Road, where have all the women gone? Have they kissed her hand and waved you bye-bye? They thought about crossing your double yellow lines River Road, they love the way you whine and cry